0: Hey hey folks. This is your co-host from No Stone Unturned Cynic, doing a bit of housekeeping. If you remember episode 9, we had Sen Chan on, a good friend of mine. We were talking about psychedelics. A couple of things that I wanted to just uh, correct. First of all, Sen's hometown is called Daqing, China. To make sure I got that get that right because I pronounced it Daqing last time. And uh, she also wanted me to make sure I reminded you guys that the second component to the ayahuasca plant, yeah, the first being DMT, is an MAO inhibitor, which stands for monoamine oxidase inhibitor. So basically, our bodies contain MAOs already, and that basically breaks down the DMT. So the MAO inhibitor prevents the breakdown of the DMT, allowing you to have the uh, experience that is so well-known now with ayahuasca. Uh, Without that component, the DMT would have no effect. We would just metabolize it and there would be no psychedelic effects at all. So that's why when you take ayahuasca, both components are necessary. On that note, safe journeys.
1: What I try to tell you, this country, you got to make the money first. Then
2: when you get the money, you get the power.
1: gentlemen no stone unturned let's go
0: episode 10 already can you believe that it's already episode 10 i
1: remember when we started this shit season 2 i mean at least and to think that we're potentially five episodes away from or six episodes away from a new season if we do the same format as the first it's a little scary man because i feel like this one flew by yeah
0: exactly i was thinking about that earlier today and i was wondering the same if we're gonna go with the same Number of episodes for this season or what? Because this thing has just gone by way too fast. Way too fast.
1: I think we might have to extend it a, a little bit. You know what? You know, Stone fans out there, let us know what you want us to do, guys. All right? Send us an email, drop us on social media. Should we extend it? Should we leave it as is? Do you guys want more content? We're for the people, so let us know.
0: Yeah. In the end, we'll do whatever we want, but send us a message anyway. <laughs>
1: that is the truth <laughs> yo i'm excited cynic because today we have officially a friend of the show he's back. <laughs> mr devo is back let's go welcome devo welcome back cue the applause, cue the <laughs> applause. Uh, greetings
2: and salutations.
0: oh he's, he's so listener. proper
2: now he wants to come with this <laughs> sounded like a butler uh, you know it's a formal formal uh, <laughs> welcome i guess or, You know. <clears throat> and then we can get real after that
0: N- yeah, nice so. to have you uh back on the show how have you been sir
2: Thank you, thank you for having me. Um, I've been great, uh, just navigating life at this point. As we begin to uh, read, like get back into life, whatever it is, reassimilate assimilate if, if mm-hmm. you want to use a word. Um, so it's been good. It's been fun. It's been challenging. It's been enlightening. Yeah, um, but. You learn so much every day, so it's been it's been cool at the same time.
0: Yeah, good stuff. I'm glad to hear it, man. I'm glad to hear, it. especially that you guys are uh, you've al- you've already beaten Corona, so you're getting back to regular life.
1: Beaten? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! That's that's <laughs> debatable. <laughs> that, be- is debatable that is debatable because that's sarcasm. Things are still shitty. I very much. I, oh, thank you. That <laughs> went over my head. I was actually having a conversation with somebody the other day, and I asked him. I was like, "Do you think things will ever go back to like normal?" And they were like, I don't know.
2: And I, I, I'm... You know you know what the new normalcy is? The new normalcy is what I experienced last night. Going out for, you know, because you need a break. You walk into the bar, the club or bar or whatever you want to call it. You have to wear your mask going in. The moment you get in, you can take the mask off. That's retarded. So I literally was at a bar last <laughs> night. At the bar. And I'm walking in and I'm like, you know, I'm about to have a drink. And I'm looking around I'm like, yo, it's a lot of people here. And... I go inside and there's even more people and then they're like oh you have to have your mask as you walk in so i walk in and then boom as soon as i get in, my friend that's what say oh you can take your mask off now i look around and there's not one person wearing a mask so, so people are like, just new- are they
0: all just like like you would normally be at a bar like people are up at the at the booth there at the
2: yep yeah counter uh, yep. and every, just just people everywhere you know what i mean like everywhere and you know we we have these social distancing practices that we have to go through at supermarkets at you know at the mall or whatever but inside this place it was like oh no we're just gonna go ahead and chillando like you know like just whatever and (laughs) yeah (laughs) like you know so our new i i I feel like this this is our new normalcy we're gonna be passing around this virus for i don't know how long until we so something changes you know what i mean like because people are, are not they're out of that that mindset of oh you know i need to be careful it's more like i want to get back to the way life was
0: and so so did you stay in the bar i I did (laughs) (laughs) and that ladies and gentlemen was america
1: (laughs) but here's the thing though here's the thing is it a false sense of security because if you have to wear the mask to get in, but once you're in, you can take off the mask. If somebody is infected in there, mm-hmm. once you say, once you ask me, can I buy you a drink? <laughs> and you're fucking all up in my personal space. Right. Boom! If you got it, I got it. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. know. I don't know, man. add at at. I guess the outside thing is because that's more of a mandated well, it's not mandated anymore, technically. Technically no. But it's frowned upon if you're that guy. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why. Like if it was up to them, fucking no mask. I don't but know. Yeah. I get what you mean. That well, makes, I that makes sense. I hope you had a good time, my friend. We're excited yeah. to have you back. Thank you for being back on the Thanks. show. Again, officially a friend of the show. Your plaque will be in the mail. Awesome. All right, give right. it a five to seven business days wonderful. and uh yeah. mean cynic <laughs> signed it for you. Good stuff. And yeah, man, you'll get it soon. Yo, Cynic, let's get into it, man. Let's get into this show, baby. I'm excited.
0: I think I'm gonna start the people off with a little Florida woman action.
1: You gotta give the people what they want.
0: And this one is coming from Boynton Beach.
1: Right up the block. Right near the beach. Boy. I have friends in Boynton. <laughs> uh, Hi friends in Boynton.
0: <laughs> let's see let's see if uh if this woman is one of them. A 21-year-old woman shot a man in a Publix parking lot after he gave her counterfeit cash during a drug deal they set up through Snapchat. Michaela Francisco was arrested Thursday morning on charges of aggravated battery, carrying a concealed firearm during the commission of a felony and improper exhibition of a firearm. According to a Boynton Beach police report, Francisco arranged to meet with the victim in the parking lot of the Publix on Congress Avenue to sell him some marijuana. When police arrived, they found a car that had crashed into the concrete barriers near the entrance to Publix and seven shell casings in the parking lot. The victim was taken to Delray Medical Center to be treated for injuries that were not life-threatening. Francisco, who was waiting in the parking lot, was detained. So during an interview with police, Francisco told detectives that the man got out of his car, approached her passenger side window and tossed the money into the car after she handed him the marijuana. Police said Francisco noticed that the money was, quote, obviously fake. So she pulled out her gun as the man started to drive away and fired several shots at his car. Francisco was arrested and booked into the main Palm Beach County Jail, where she's being held without Bond. For anyone who doesn't know, Publix is a chain of supermarkets.
1: Pub subs are the best. They're amazing. Publix
0: subs. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, listen to me, bro. Listen to me. Bro. All right? And we're going to get into the fun fact and yes. the ridiculous, ridiculousness we, of that. But we have to yes, have, a, have a moment of silence right. for the pub sub. Because right. this is what people don't understand. Right. You go into a subway. Mm-hmm. You have your meats. You're Right. 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 Those meats were sent there. Mm-hmm. Right? Very true. They had to you know go. They point. had to touch somebody else's hand uh-huh. before they made your sandwich. Exactly. Publix mm. is the fucking plug. Right. They're the people sending the meats.
2: Exactly.
1: So everything is so fucking fresh. Yep. They got a toaster oven, uh-huh. ingredients on point, You're Right. certain level of standard. Uh-huh. Same. Wait. Chicken tender sub is no
2: joke. Boom bada bing. Even though I get the turkey, I'm a turkey sub kind of guy. Uh, ultimate sub. Uh, That's with all the meats. It's fantastic. We would like all the meats? This is hate now and now.
1: Oh man. But yo, let's let's get into this Florida woman. Uh, so she was the one trying to purchase no. No, she was the one selling. She was selling. So she got the fake money. Yeah. When she realized it was fake, it was too late because she already gave him the pubs up. We'll say that, right? We'll keep it clean.
0: Basically, she gave him She gave him the goods and uh, he, he pulled an old, here's your cash. He just threw the money uh, in the passenger side, uh, I assume on the chair, on the seat, passenger side seat, and tried to walk away, you know, not give her time to really, I guess... <laughs> look into it or whatever, and then she yeah. noticed that it was like obviously fake money. I don't know what kind of obviously fake money it was if it was like some cheap counterfeit or monopoly money. I don't know. But she decided that the uh, the best course of action was to take out her gun and start shooting at his car. and she apparently hit him.
2: okay, now I that right because now I'm like, <laughs> wait it took me a minute to understand like to put it all together what' yeah. was going on because I was like, who wait what? So- we heard public, so we just started taking sandwiches. That's what happened, <laughs> motherfucker. So, uh, wow. Okay, is this happening in Boynton? She was bucking... Sh- wait, time of the day, what was
0: it? Was they- this is daytime? It didn't say, did it? Because the freaks come out at night. <laughs> yeah, she was arrested Thursday morning, it says. So, doesn't say when in the morning.
2: Um, doesn't say when, but... Uh- this is daylight in Boynton Beach, fucking shots in Publix of all places. where shopping is a pleasure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you're thinking about coming, just think twice. Shit like this happens. Yeah. All right. We don't need any more people here.
0: The thing is, it's a supermarket, man. I mean, and she's just fucking shots like this is a. I kind
1: of <laughs> I want to try to make this a teaching moment, right? Because I think <laughs> that we do have maybe some younger listeners that are still on a side that they could be influenced. Right. Right. We are making light of this, but think about the choices you're making, guys. You know what I mean? If, God forbid, she would have hit somebody, like you said, an innocent bystander, now they're affecting somebody else's life, you know? It's for like, what are we doing here? What are the choices that we're making? Why do we think it's okay to put ourselves, you know, in, in that situation? And on top of that, another lesson here is don't deal with people you don't know <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay i mean snapchat that, that is, okay, okay yes that snapchat <laughs> like, when random. Snapchat, that's a setup my <laughs> guy
3: that's a
1: setup
2: snapchat wait how did you procure like illegal drugs through how do you like granted the, i'm not the more the story is not to sell drugs guys but snapchat right, but snapchat of all faces
0: yeah snapchat that's where it went down All
2: right. put yourself in her shoes what would you do like if you were in that, I wouldn't situation, sell drugs. I mean, I wouldn't sell drugs. <laughs>
0: I think she should chalk that up as a also as a teaching moment,
2: <laughs> right? I think so too.
1: Like, maybe, think about it. He's right. Because like, like let's say it was a couple grams. Like,
2: is it worth getting a murder charge for? Correct. <laughs> you're putting you're putting a, a value. You're putting a a huge value on something so small and something that's also easily attainable and could be you know. Uh, we could make more of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's we just. Can make you, it back.
1: You, like, Cynic said, just take the L. Yeah. I got God. I dealt with somebody I didn't know. You know what? This is a learning experience. Next time, I'm only going <laughs> to deal with referrals, but I'm not going to sell drugs, kids. All right, man. So, good, good, uh, good fun. No, that wasn't a fun fact. What was that? That was fun? No, what was that? What was that? What the fuck was that? No. no. Oh, Florida woman. Florida. Good Florida woman, bro good photo i like yeah thanks it. we're gonna get into the fun <laughs> fact now <laughs> all i remember is pub subs
0: yeah that's all anyone's gonna remember that's all anyone's gonna take away from that one.
1: The oh shit all right man here's our fun fact so the human body literally glows And I like this because, you know, when a woman is pregnant, if you catch her in the right, like, trimester, you're like, because there's sometimes, like, towards the end, it's like, baby, you need to pop. I feel for you. (laughs) If ankles are swollen. Your nose is wide. Like, you mad at everybody. You mad at everybody. You wobbling (laughs) like a penguin. Like, I feel for you. But there's a sweet spot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Where the belly ain't too big. And and ladies, the whole experience is a beautiful thing. Don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? We, we just empathize with you. We know that towards the end it can get tough. Mm-hmm. But there's a sweet spot that you're like, man, you're glowing. Like, you know, there's obviously there's so much freaking hormonal changes going on within a woman's body. Yes. Being that she's, she has a child in her life. Correct. <laughs> that you can actually see that. But the good thing is that we all have some of that in us, right? So it says, it might be hard to see with your naked eye, but everyone you pass by every day is literally glowing. The human body emits a small quantity of visible light. Visible in a technical sense, the illumination is about a thousand times less intense than levels of light that would actually be able to see. And that's in parentheses, so I don't know if I should have read that, but I read it anyway. <laughs> Researchers in Japan use a special camera to track the glow and found that it fluctuates throughout the day, with the body emitting its lowest levels of light around 10 a.m. and highest around 4 p.m., a rhythm that scientists attribute to the changes in, one, in one's metabolism. Hmm. So depending on the time of the day, depending on where we are, as far as our body, right? Because I mean, I guess if you're fasting, it's a little different, mm-hmm. but your body actually emits a glow, man. And that makes sense to me because I, I know this might sound weird, guys, but when I meet people, I I can kind of sense their energy and it comes to me in colors,
3: hmm.
1: you know? So to to have something like this where it's like it's proven... You know, that's, man, that's fucking, that's that fire in us. That's that fire in your belly, man. That's living, breathing. We're here. We have a purpose. This shit is deeper than rap, guys.
3: Mm -hmm. Deeper than rap.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's deeper than rap. This is so so dope. And for me that I'm more of a spiritual dude, Mm -hmm. I came across that one. There's another good one about dolphins that we use them like for wars and shit. But I said nah. Let me go more to the. Okay. I thought I love dolphins too. Dolphins, dolphins dolphins are fucking amazing. Mm. You know, dolphins are the only other mammals besides humans to have sex just for pleasure. Think about it. Every other animal impulsively has sex to procreate, to carry on offspring. Dolphins will have an orgy because it's a Tuesday. I like this double-headed fun fact. Oh, I'm coming with the heat today, guys. I'm coming with the heat today. I didn't want to pull out the Dawson
2: dolphin theory on you, yeah, that was good. but you know my my I saying: don't. if we're here, let's own it. I did not know that. I know that they are very intelligent. They're super like, intelligent. Species like they they understand. A lot
1: of people think they're more intelligent than us, and I, to be honest, when I look at you know what, I'm gonna stay away from politics. I'm not gonna do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Not right now. In nine days literally nine days but they 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 communicate it's it's been proven i mean and whales do too right they're not the only ones but getting back to the regular fun fact (laughs) because i'm curveball city um when i came across that it was it was really dope because i can really
2: i know i can kind of it it speaks to me you know do you feel like it has to do like say for instance like how our body works for instance when we get up in the day like you know your heart rate's slow because you've been sleeping and you've been REM and then you get up and your body starts to generate your blood. And that blood, as it goes through your body, as you as you interact throughout the day, um, emotions, uh, it releases certain type of uh, chemicals within our brains. Like, all of that, like, plays into oneself or plays into how, you know, we get about our day. And that in itself kind of manifests. Because we are, like, one organism. Like, everything that happens about us is an organism that is, like, if you brought it down to the, the cellular level, there's so many things are. to uh, uh, what's the word? I can't even think of the word. But so many things rely on another thing. To they're make, firing yeah, off. Yeah, yeah things you are you happening. I mean? Like, yeah. And it's just maybe all of that in combination like <clears throat> in ourselves because, like for instance, seeing, um, have you ever seen a jellyfish at night, how it blooms, it you know what I mean, and how it creates those uh, bioluminescence? Yes. Um, I wonder if that's a, in a way somehow reflected in us as well because yeah. if somehow we're all connected. That little piece right there could be an idea of how we are inside. One thousand
1: percent, dude. That's a great way of looking at it. I didn't even think about it on that level, but you're right. I think it's kind of we're like kind of like a machine in a sense where we kind of get going. What I'm thinking is the after lunch lull. We all know how that feeling, that and especially man. if you work, <laughs> if you're in the matrix and plugged in like I am, and you work an office job. Right, down here in South Florida we have a little something called Cuban coffee, which is why meth never took off here. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't need it with Cuban coffee. You're right. So I'm thinking like it says four PM. I'm thinking that my glow of anything is gonna be right like right before lunch,
3: because
1: mm. once that log comes in, you know what I mean? The energy, yeah. I don't know. I, you. I think it's different for everybody and i fast as well. But I, I I really thought that was interesting and I wanted to bring it to the to the mic and yeah, it let is. people know that when they say fire in your belly, when we talk about soul, when we talk about essence, man, it's proven. It's proven that we are special beings, man. I really believe that.
0: Okay. I don't know about that. Well, but
1: Here we go with the
0: cynical part.
1: Here we go. Talk to me, cynic. Talk to me, bro. Well,
0: I think it's also, I think the fun I, fact is cool.
1: No. It's, I... <laughs> What you, no, but you don't, you say you don't know about that in reference to us being special beings? and like, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want you to elaborate on that. Why don't you feel?
0: That? No, I, I'm not saying I don't. I'm just... Uh, I
1: don't know. It's not like you're on the, <laughs> the fence there, my man.
0: I'm just, uh, yeah, I think on the fence is probably appropriate. Okay. I guess it depends on how you def- you want to define special. You don't special.
1: think the... Yo, the body is, is an amazing organism, man. Like, you have to think about it
0: no doubt you know
1: it's so how the fuck can you not be impressed by that
0: <laughs>
1: i think you're taking your body for granted my no man. because that's what you, i'm you getting said, at you
0: said we are special but there are a lot of other species out there that are also special so i'm wondering how we sep- how we okay comparing that define special yeah
3: what
1: because we fucking made a podcast out of thin air we walk around on two legs and we do what the fuck we want to do that's why we're special we're at the top of the food chain man that's how that works what you mean you think you're the same thing as a fucking whale you are special this is what you know I like this because we're working through things alright we're getting you to realize things you're special man fuck great moment (laughs) So today we're talking about power,
0: Cynic. Yeah, we're talking about power. Actually, I was uh, watching, I'm not sure anymore, I was trying to remember what I was doing when it came to me. I was either watching something or, or listening to something, um, and it was about some one of these historical figures who were who was um, um, abusing his power, uh, and it just got me to think about the topic of power in, in general. And it made me realize how it's kind of always, always in play. It doesn't matter, you know, whether we're talking about a government and the people or a relationship in the home or between friends. Like there's always some sort of power dynamic going on. And uh, I just thought about it as an interesting topic to maybe go into. So I mentioned it to you, to see what you thought, yeah, and are, here man. we are.
1: I love it. I love it because I, it's something I think we all come across in our day-to-day on a small scale, with the exception that you own your own business. exactly, right? yeah. And you are your own boss. We, all, you know, we usually have somebody to respond to. Right. And sometimes that person can be on a power binge, right? And there's always like, there's either good leaders or there's shitty leaders, right? And then the shitty leaders are usually the ones that are on that power trip. And there's, a, there's a, um, a commonality between all of them where it's a lack of empathy. Mm. You know, it's a lack of understanding. You know, I'm, I'm your superior mm. and I don't give a fuck if you had a flat tire and, you know, your mom passed away and you need to be here at nine and stock the shelves. Neurosciences have found evidence to suggest feeling powerful dampens a part of the brain that helps with empathy. Even the smallest dose of power can change a person. You've probably seen it. Someone gets a promotion or a, a bit of fame, and then suddenly they're a little less friendly to people beneath them. So there's a change that happens in the brain. Not to everybody. hmm Can't say that's that's not fair. I'm not mm-hmm. that type of leader. deals not that type of leader. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's there's a certain change that can happen, I think, if if you're not checking in with yourself, right? If you're not humbling yourself throughout the process. <clears throat> that's why a lot of fucking mm-hmm. a lot of bosses are assholes, man
2: okay I, I well because I'm trying to like okay. okay well define power like what does that mean to the individual
0: that's a good point that's a good point I mean to, so I wanted to actually start by um, defining it at least in the terms of this conversation so I'm looking at it from the perspective of as as, as Frank mentioned the ability to make others do what you would have them do that's the kind of power I'm talking about
2: Okay. All right. Well, okay. Well, okay. But is not that more like <laughs> manipulation? Well, I mean, in a sense, we all have that. If, you, if you're but it- getting someone to do something that you want them to do, I mean, don't we extend that power on a daily basis? That's something that we deal with, like, excuse me, all the time. Um, mm-hmm. And it depends on the capacity to use it in. Now, are you using it for personal gain? Are you using it because it's your job? Are you using it because it'll benefit your family? Like mm-hmm. all of those things are so much more like like you have to take into those those variables and, and play it out. Now, obviously, there's abuse of power, of course, because once, once it benefits you, obviously, you're going to want to have more of it. It, it 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 like you said it dampens that part of empathy of you to not be considered of the person or the the individual or the group of people that you're receiving that power from it's just more of your essentially um uh, fulfilling that that need that desire whatever it is that you essentially went and used that power for um and i think that's why it becomes addictive in a way um it's like a, it could become like a drug where people see power as something that fulfills them but then it, it, on the flip side, knowing how to use that, proper, that power properly can be life changing. Mm-hmm. Can be it can affect so many people on a broad scale. Um, I just feel like there's more times than none the examples that we see of power are not the best. They're not the most um, humble. They're not the most fulfilling or wholesome. It's just meant for greed and money, uh, and I feel like we lose that, especially you know, as you get older, you see it more often we lose that sense of the reason why we have that power, that, that, that thought process mm-hmm. is because we're supposed to use it for good. We're, mm-hmm. Essentially, we're supposed to use it for good to benefit each other so that uh, we evolve into a, a different species. But I don't know. I just feel like at the same time, power has lost sight of what it's really supposed to be meant for. It's a dangerous thing, man. I really do think it depends on the person
1: that it lands upon, though, as well. Yeah. I think it takes a, a certain type of personality, just a certain type of, of individual... To understand that they have, I don't want to say power, mean? but yeah, <laughs> yeah, power? Wish, yeah. <laughs> understand that they have this power over you, I guess. Yeah. You know, and do you have, you have either one or two ways of, of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. It's addictive. I can definitely, it's do a that. dangerous it's... thing. man. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's more dangerous giving the wrong person.
0: Here's the thing. Like I, I was reading up on this, and there's, there's, there's so many different views on this. Sometimes opposing. Uh, it's really, it's super interesting to, 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 to see all the different points of view. To be honest, because you can read one and and totally uh, identify with it, and then read the opposite and kind of identify with it as well, which makes it pretty complicated. But um, I did come across a few. There, there have been a lot of experiments done. Yeah, and I. The the one of the most famous I won't go into the details because it's probably known already. But if not, anyone can look it up. The Stanford Prison Experiment was a a, a well known one. But the one that I wanted to talk about in this episode was uh, another one where um, a psychologist in the University of California um, did an interview with some students. Yeah, and he basically had he gave them a survey at the beginning of the year. He asked them to provide their first impressions of every other student in the dorm. And he returned at the end of the school year with the same survey. And then he, he basically looked at the results. Yeah, so the survey done at the beginning of the year, the survey done at the end of the year. And again, what they were asked was to um, provide their first impressions of every other student. And what he found was that the students that were at the top of the, quote, social hierarchy, So the ones that were Mm -hmm. most powerful or respected were also the ones who were most considerate and outgoing and scored the highest on measures of agreeableness and extroversion. So Mm -hmm. that's a good sign. Yeah, it shows that the Mm -hmm. people that are let's in quotes nice, yeah, agreeable, are the ones that ended up having this power, yeah, or at least. Power in the sense of they were the most um, respected; they were the most um, um, at the top of this social hierarchy, right? Mm-hmm. Then what what they go on further to describe is they said that. Uh, well, before that, I'll say that the the, u- the results were not unique only to this university, to Berkeley. Yeah, they they found similar results in corporations, in politics, in in military. Then what happens is. Um, They describe it now as like the bad news. They say when these nice people, for all intents and purposes, uh, get power, um, what happens is that once they're at the top, they end up morphing into different people. So you you get the power in a lot of cases by being this sort of agreeable person. uh, And people give you that power then because they like you. But the fact that you have the power then changes you. And this is, I think, one of the things you were describing, Frank. So they were saying it's an incredibly consistent effect. Yeah, when you give people power, they basically start acting like fools, is what he's saying. Um, In the workplace, they'll start flirting inappropriately. They'll tease in a hostile manner. Um, They become very impulsive. They say one of the main problems with authority is that it makes us less sympathetic to the concerns and emotions of others. So even if you may have been that way to start out with, once you have that power, you start to lose that empathy that you mentioned, yeah? or that sympathy that, um, that they describe here. So in several studies, they found that people in positions of authority are more likely to rely on stereotypes and generalizations when judging people and they spend much less time um, making eye contact with, with people, especially when someone, they're talking to someone who isn't perceived to have power. So there seems to be some mm-hmm. actual change in people, which means that if this is true, it kind of doesn't really matter who you give the power to because, and this is just generally talking, this isn't saying that everyone is the same, but you know how it is with these experiments and these surveys, right? They try to get like a general idea um but in this sense it's like you might give power to people who present themselves one way they may very well be that way but having that power then changes them psychologically yeah and then they become these people who are who become who abuse their power
2: i see powers of many ways like power could equal influence um power could equal money uh I feel like in a way that's why our hierarchy, the way like we work as Americans, Mm -hmm. how if you're not in that upper echelon of that top 1%, like you're not, you know, you don't know that type of lifestyle, what it's like to be up there and and it's life is different. You know, you have to account for so many different things. So I could see that. I could see how it could change you because essentially it's a different lifestyle. It is, you're not, you're, the things you experience isn't a commonality. So it's Mm -hmm. not something that, I can relate to the person next you can relate to I, I see that as yeah power so we're equating like status you know power is is essentially status uh, especially if you were to put in a, in a simple term uh, the more status you have the more power you get like the experiments you had they, that they had at Berkeley like those people those those students were influenced their status you know they might have had good grades they just might know someone or you know they just did something that made them popular so that status in itself, Uh, gave them that power i was i'm really like curious as to how the people that weren't in those top like at the top part of the hierarchy Mm -hmm. how did they rate everyone else like what was their viewpoint? like Mm -hmm. how you know like what did they see what did they, they view them as nice people or did they view them as narcissistic or you know what i mean like how we sometimes view people in power like we can look at them like given okay we're gonna go there i'm gonna go there given trump (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. he's a person of power mm-hmm. we're gonna go there and that's an example of giving mm. no we're not gonna do that we're gonna but, have, well you took us I here. know that but I'm just, I'm
1: just I don't, that's an example of giving the wrong person power I, I, I fucking said it
2: so wallowing in complexity there goes the listens there goes the place <laughs> <and> it, wallowing <laughs> in complexity looking at it from his side mm-hmm. you know what I mean like using the University of Berkeley example of going if I'm the person of power, I see everyone else as helping out. If I'm below them, I see this person as narcissistic. Mm-hmm. You know, like given Trump for his many different ways of, of being an individual that he is, you know, we view it as one way, as, you know, abuse of power or um, you know, not knowing what he's doing or, you know, there was the opposite side as he's the best person in the world. Mm-hmm. And viewing it from his perspective, you know, being in that position of power, I, not sure what his life is like not sure if the things that he does is a direct reflect of the things he experiences every day right. you know if if we're looking at it from one perspective as he's not being manageable or controlling his ideas and his thoughts and his and everything that he does and his actions you know we're seeing one side of it instead of seeing the opposite where what happens when he wakes up and he goes to bed? What happened as he grew up? Although he was fed a silver spoon, does that affect him? You know, we have that case before where a kid got off of a charge because uh, of, of of him being affluent. You know, like mm-hmm. we don't like seeing it from that perspective. We may not our thought processes and our and our reactions might not be the same because of the experiences that we have that molded us. And yeah, that have molded us to get us to where we are. So I think ultimately the highest form of
1: power is money. Yeah, money is power, unfortunately, and I and you know it's when you got come on look at OJ Simpson guys, Mm -hmm. you know if he Mm -hmm. doesn't have the funding that he has when he killed his wife he doesn't get (laughs) off. (laughs) (laughs) I think it depends. Actually,
0: I I think I think that depends on the the society and or the culture. It might. I mean, yeah, for sure. At least here in the states, States, yeah. I'll say that.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'll say that. But I, I wanted to to just touch up on the uh uh, i i think there's a sense of what i'm getting is that like once you get to a certain place it's inevitable that you're going to change and i don't i don't agree with that necessarily Mm. because the only reason that i you know i'm able to say that i i you know i'm a good leader is because i've had good leaders you know that have that have had power and they've used it in, a, in in the right way. And I'll say it, Anthony Meikle's Carnival Cruise Line. You know, this guy is freaking amazing. Hmm. And you would think he's, you know, an employee sitting next to you in a cubicle. I think when it comes down to working with other people, even if you're the boss, what a lot of people fail to realize is that it's about leadership. For one, I should care enough. I shouldn't lose the empathy. I should care enough about how my employees feel. If, if, if it's a situation where very basic right supervisor Mm -hmm. employee whatever the case may be but how my employees feel and how can i get the most out of them that that secondary thought process doesn't get to a lot of people they Mm -hmm. it stops where well the buck stops here i'm big dick charlie i don't care how you feel right now i have the lack of empathy Mm -hmm. and we're going to do things how i say and i'm going to run you to the ground at least in the american way i can't speak for for your side of the pond but over here, they will crack the whip on you because Americans work hard. That's her slogan. <laughs> Fucking sham. You know, but I know that I've met people. And that's just one example. I've come across people that I guess you can say it depends on how you see it. But I've met people that have done, done the right thing with it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Okay. There's still good people out there, man. I've experienced it. It's not something that I've read in a book. It's things that I've seen. You know, even at that, my Mickey Aros, Mickey Arison, man, for the Miami Heat. Because, I mean, I'm not talking about a small. Like, we talk about if, because if, what we're referring to now is more like on a smaller level in an office, right? But if we talk about people that have millions, because mm-hmm. there's different levels, right, to it. There's still people out there with that much money that are doing really good things, you know. And For sure. Yeah. I guess that's what I... I tend to lean on. What were you going to say, Sino?
0: No, I was just going to say that it's not uh, the case that everyone who ends up in a position of power would end up abusing it, actually. Um, I think what the study shows is more likely that it explains or tries to explain why it is that you have some group some subset of the population or whatever that when they do get in positions of power, um they end up becoming corrupt, yeah, and, and doing abusing their power in different ways. And mm-hmm. um for sure it's not everyone, but we do always wonder, right, about those people and those examples. And when it's like why is it always seem to be that these people who get in power are always corrupt. And I think it tries to to give a, a possible answer to why that is. Um now what you said was I think really important and that is that it's a lot to do. I read this somewhere and, and for me it really resonated. It has a lot to do with so power in in and of itself is just a neutral thing. It's like Devo said, it's how you use it, right? But mm, exactly what I think what determines what kind of person you will be when you have that power is character. I think that's the word you were maybe looking for, Frank. Because character together with power is what seems to be one of the things that really is kind of I don't want to say litmus test, but it really, you know, gives some idea into how someone will end up using that power. Right? And when I started when I when I came across it, I was looking it up and I was like starting to go down a rabbit hole because I was like, okay, how are we defining character right and then i came to the a pretty <laughs> mm-hmm. decent definition which was what you would do if no one else was watching right mm-hmm. okay. and if 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 that is a definition of character then you can say the char- your character is who you really are when no one is watching when no one is listening and you're just yourself how you react to things what you think about what you do whatever when you are just with yourself if that's your character, that's really who you are. Yeah, and then when you get that power, which presumably a person or a group of people have given you, then how you exercise that will really will really depend on on the kind of person that you are.
2: Yeah, that yeah, it definitely is a character issue. But how does that, like like your character in itself, that could be so, uh, there's so many variables that can to play, like where you were born, uh, you know, like what you experience. Mm-hmm. I think
1: it's your experiences, man. I think it's what you're exposed to because it's not to say that somebody who didn't struggle can't be an encouraging leader, Uh right? Because usually somebody, if they're born with a silver spoon in their mouth, they're automatically thought to be a little more snobby, right? A little more disconnected. Mm -hmm. It's not to say that that's always the case because there are people that come from money and that are good people. Right. But typically, the struggle Mm -hmm. is what makes you humble. Very true. You know, it's going through those trials and tribulations, life kicking you in the nuts, you know, going through that roller coaster ride, the ups and downs, those struggles I think is what molds somebody. And and ultimately it comes up to choice, right? Because I think we all have our struggles, but those struggles sometimes mold you into somebody who can give off positivity, right? And and spread light. Or those struggles can fucking bury you and make you bitter and make you, yeah. you know, victimized. Mm-hmm. But I think it's all about your your experiences you know and and what's and what's gotten you to that point you, maybe that 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 snobby boss used to get picked on in fucking high school you know they say a lot of a lot of cops used to get picked on in high school that's why they became cops you know that's Holy like God. an example of
2: geez i never thought of it that way you <laughs> know so they want
1: to kind of turn things around now and now i'm well you're not you know now everybody's gonna pay for jimmy
2: shoving me in the locker
0: oh <laughs> yeah yeah no it makes it makes sense it makes sense
2: yeah. do you okay a curveball here do you feel like do you feel like the bible was early civilization's way as to like to like create the character like you know what i mean like knowing that power is something that you know as we are we've been in species for a very long time you know like is do you feel like that was an attempt at generating the character that's necessary to use the power properly the character being God? I'm not using him as an example. I'm just using the Bible itself as an example of do you think that that manifestation was an attempt to to develop power in its earliest ways but, and then has morphed into something completely different but do you think that the original basis of that was meant for it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, because we, we say experiences, right? Like, that is going through those things helps you understand certain parts of the character that is great for developmental purposes. Do you feel like the fact that the Bible is such a lengthy book with so many different experiences—that is checking off certain balances and certain mm. check boxes to like make sure that the character is the right character, mm. and we, as an individuals, as an intelligent species, took that character mm-hmm. and morphed it into something completely different than what it was intentionally purposed for. Could be, bro. It could be. Maybe they were just trying to build good people.
1: And mankind came and you know took it and said, "Well, this is what they meant." Mm-hmm. And like you said, it possibly could have changed to something completely different. But I, I've always said it, man. They had a, a tall glass, you know, uh, writing the book that many still refer is, to today. Yeah. You know, um, can't be easy. So
0: I think it was a, It could be looked at as a, as an attempt to do that for sure. But in the end, you, in the end, you said experiences, right? And whatever. Like, we're always, when we read something, we're always reading someone else's experiences. We're not experiencing it ourselves. So I think that's where it probably falls a bit short, to be honest. Although, you know, they were working with what they had at the time. I mean, you also can't expect everyone to to really live all of those experiences. I mean, that's the whole point of education, sure. right? It's to yeah. give you some kind of a foundation. In the end, you got to live through it.
1: I want to slide into the power that we possess. And I know that, Cynic, this is going to be your favorite segment just by the way this podcast started. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you think we're dog shit. (laughs) But I want to get into the power that we possess. I'm going to check out. I'll be back
0: in about 15 minutes. (laughs) Let me know
1: we're ready for the quote, bitches. (laughs) I want to talk about this, man. Your subconscious mind is a powerful force that is to be reckoned with. It makes up 95% of your brain power and handles everything your body needs to function properly from eating, breathing, to digesting and making memories. It's a very strange being when you think about it, your subconscious mind. And that's when we talk about glow, when we Mm -hmm. talk about us being something different.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, it's known that we we only use fraction of our brain on our day-to-day. You know, like that movie Limitless, the premises behind that is that it it unlocks... All four quadrants of the brain and now you're just on this hyper super like crazy level where you're seeing things differently you're processing things differently you the way you problem solve there there you know there's always a solution you, you like you understand this is like boom, boom 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 when we talk about the power that we possess in between the ears mm-hmm. and what's in our chest mm-hmm. i think it's a beautiful thing man and i don't think it's spoken about enough
2: well okay well to touch on the limitless thing. So how the brain works. And, you know, there's always that question of like, okay, we only, that the facts that we've all heard before that you only use 10% of your brain. We Wasn't that proved false? Our, yeah, it was false because we, we use more than that. But at the same That's time... That's why I said a fraction. I stayed away from the, <laughs> from the, from the, from the numbers, baby. So... At the same time, the reason why we only use a certain percentage of our brains because our fra- our brain works in different functions. So if we were to unlock our brain all at once, many functions are happening at the same time, and that will require you to, you'd be, I don't know how to put it, sleeping while thinking and like you don't know what I mean. Yeah. Like certain the brain works for certain parts of your activities. So that's why we only like use it. At a, a percentage of it at the same time because I feel like if you try to unlock all at once you just you just like yeah. well <laughs> let me give you a fun fact my man <laughs> musicians
1: musicians are the only beings on this planet that while playing music use all four quadrants of the brain hmm. because they're knocking off the the creative side mm-hmm. And the other side, which is the mathematical side. Mm-hmm. So you're absolutely right, mm-hmm. but that's why we're fucking different because <laughs> we're used to shit firing the fuck off, baby.
2: Yeah, I mean, because I see that part because it's true. Like when you, you do play music. That, it's everything is firing. It's, it's, everything, everything darn. is firing. Like it, you know, that performance aspect as you're doing it. Like it's, it's a sensation. It's, it is a sensation. I do understand that part. Don't you I, feel guilty sometimes? I do because,
1: because of the you know the things that we felt and the emotions that that we've experienced because mm-hmm. of the activity that we're in I sometimes I feel like man like like, I don't know, like, we found
2: something and other people don't, they don't know right. about it. I don't know. It's Like, a, like for me, like, okay, so explaining that part of my life to, like, my parents, like, it was hard for me to convey, like, the reasons why I wanted to do it and why I was so adamant and, you know, traveling and seeing the world and doing our stuff and playing music. Like, mm-hmm. I was hard set on it for a long time, you know, and I couldn't, I tried my best to, like, show, you know, my mom, like, hey, this is what I do, I enjoy it, you know, but it's hard for her to see that part of me and understand it the way that i do because she didn't she wasn't connected to it right you know what i mean there's a there's an emotional attachment that is involved with that 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 part of your life and i understand why the snaps just fire off that way um so yeah it it could be as a musician yeah i could i could see that 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 viewpoint of course (laughs) i
1: want to slide into the mind is the most powerful computer in the world at the moment is it it is. The energy moving across the synapsis has potent potential to revolutionize your life. Those same thoughts can also fester and marinate in our minds, infecting every emotion and behavior until it manifests itself into reality. Um, so when people say, believe it and achieve it, right? Mm-hmm. See it first manifestation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's the power that we're tapping into here. Well, you know that when we think, and I've, I've told this to my students before, the reason why you need to come to rehearsal with a positive attitude is because the thoughts that we have in between our ears release electric magnetic pulses out into the universe. And that's been proven. Our thoughts alone. Right? So it's not you moving your arm, but it's you thinking something is sparking something out there. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about vibes and energy, come in here with the right mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, and really believe it and buy into it. Don't just be a puppet and do what we're telling you. Make sure you're in the right headspace,
3: sure.
1: you know, when when you come to work. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about Believe it, achieve it, manifestation. Mm-hmm. That's powerful, mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. and I love that. That's right up my alley. You, you guys see, I'm excited to talk about this <laughs> stuff, you know, because I I love this shit, man. You know, I know, I know, cynic. You're not jumping, you know. I, I get you. I'm li- I'm not, listening. You're not doing jumping jacks over there. <laughs> He's like these fucking idiots. I'm
0: listening intently. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like what I'm hearing. And for those that don't know, because it would be unfair, uh, me and Devon. Um, we're musicians and then we've gone on and we've uh, instructed for over a decade. Mm-hmm. We've competed. So a lot of these experiences, a lot of things that we're talking about are coming from maybe like a coach, yeah. player you know, perspective.
2: I mean, that has been my lifestyle for well over 15 years. I like guess my, I won't call it a side hustle, but you know. A <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, No, nah, but I
1: always say music is what I am and everything else is what I
2: do. And, then, and that's essentially like Bringing the, the topic to a more per, a personal space, like that's what we've had to experience the past 15 years. Like, we were persons of authority. Yeah. You know, like we were the ones in charge. We, we were, were the one a, with the power. We were the ones with the power, you know, and how we use that power is important. Um, you know, and we've had experiences where people around us didn't use the power the proper way. You know, they're 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 withstanding like of with the status and like once they abuse it we're in such a level that we're able to to have those checks and balances where somebody abuses the power that's not going to be for a very long time exactly so we don't see too much of that ruining like our activity but it does happen you that know does like happen. it happens a lot sometimes people just don't talk about it as much but and
1: sometimes it's our friends oh gosh. you know yeah you're right sometimes it's people that that you you even run with to us. yeah yeah
2: And so it just, it has affected me, it has has molded me into the person that I am. Like, it translates to how I am professionally. Like, when I I work. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, that in itself has given me, you know, the opportunity to learn how to be humble. And so that that translates to how I deal with people every day, people that I don't know, especially strangers. I do have road rage, which is really bad, but I'm not going to talk about that right now but that's so
1: funny because I've been in the car with him a lot and he's never displayed that. No, so I can only imagine how he is when he's driving by myself. myself. <laughs> it's
2: ter- I am, I'm nasty. Am, I'm saying it now. I have road rage. I'm admitted to it. Uh, uh, one of my friends experienced it because we were FaceTiming once and there and was this motorcycle, this motorcycle, this guy on the motorcycle was going fast up and down, up and down. And would not be consistent with his speed? And I was trying to get into the lane and i Cut him off, quote unquote, and he came up to the side and says, Cuss me out. And I just went off. I rolled my window down, like, Yo, you want to pull over? You want to pull over? You went 305 but I on the hood. I had <laughs> My friend, was... she was on FaceTime and her eyes were like wide open. She was like, I've never, ever, ever heard you talk or Bay do County. anything like that. But I was like, I was like, He had no way to come out of nowhere. He cut me off. He want to cuss me it's out. It's not your you fault, man. It's the yeah. city. It sucks the life out it of you does. man like i literally told <laughs> it's him, not your do fault Do you want to pull over right now because we could do this it literally came out of my mouth <laughs> so i apologize for that now so that you don't define that as my character because <laughs> i don't want you to define that as that but um
1: <laughs> i get you though man i get you i really do think that those experiences helped us a lot you know i think in teaching you if if you know if you're if you're the type of educator that wants to continue learning and wants to continue growing, you understand that you learning is an ongoing process, even when you have that power, right? So I think with, with us teaching, you, you learn a lot. Oh, yeah. And you're able to apply a lot of things. Because <laughs> now it's like, you know, well, let's make sure that we're holding ourselves accountable, just like we're holding these people accountable. Cynic, I want to get to words having power, if you allow me to, my man. Mm-hmm. Their meaning crystallizes perceptions that shape our beliefs, drive our behavior, and ultimately create our world. Their power arises from our emotional response when we read, speak, or hear them.
0: So how words impact us?
2: Yes, I can concur and agree because uh, in my psychology class, uh, they were talking about how we receive communication and how we encode it and how we decode it. Um, and the channels that you receive and also the noise has a direct effect with how we behave from that. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a psychological thing. So it's it's communication is a form of body language, but in this states in this case it's words mm-hmm. and the the how we construct our sentences, like what we are feeling, how we communicate that is de- is then translated to you and mm-hmm. where you decode that in how a particular way based off of noise and channel channel being how I communicated to it, you, text or talking, mm-hmm. um and then your response back to me is another reaction reaction, action reaction that is. Based off of so many different things. Like when we were talking about it, I was like, yo, this is like.
1: Well, words carry energy. Mm-hmm. And that's been proven scientifically. You know, I, I don't know if I've spoken about it on the podcast before, but there was an experiment where they had two plants, mm-hmm. same plants, same cycle. Mm-hmm. One of the plants they gave positive affirmations to mm-hmm. You're beautiful. You're radiant. I love you. You're important. The other plant, negative. I hate you, you're Mm -hmm. ugly, you're fat, you're stupid. Mm -hmm. So the plant that got the positive affirmations bloomed. And the plant that got the negative affirmations withered. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: So when we say that words have energy, that's a perfect example. When we say our thoughts have electric magnetic pulses, right? Mm -hmm. Which is something that we can't see. Our words have certain energy. And that's why the conversation that we have in between our ears with ourselves are the most important. A lot of the times we're too hard on ourselves and we, you know, we're, we're positive with people, but when we talk, when we have conversations with ourselves, you're not doing enough. Mm -hmm. You're slacking. You know, you said that you were going to run today. You didn't. Whatever the case is, you know, we're our own biggest Mm -hmm. critic and we need to, we need to realize that when we find ourselves in that situation, when we have that lull, You have to change the way you think. You have to change the conversation that you have with yourself because that's the most important conversation. That starts everything. Mm -hmm. So if we can see it and recognize it and change it and just saying it, you don't even have to believe it because sometimes if we're not in a good place, we really believe those things. Of course. But just saying it can change that. That can spark the momentum that gets you going the other way. So words have power, man. Mm -hmm. Words have power. And you know, for me as a musician... As a songwriter, right? Me and you actually wrote a song called 2 AM," Devo, that the people will be hearing pretty soon. <laughs> okay. Now nice. that we're here, guys, make sure you visit our <laughs> nice plug, music guys. page. Contra, plug, plug you <laughs> know. Um, <laughs> but we understand, man. Like sitting down and creating that song together, you know how important it was to not throw anything away. You know, there was times that I would write a line and it would be okay, but I asked Devo, I'm like, "Is it great though?" Because if it's not great, then let's not use it. Mm -hmm. And we were very judicious with how we set things and how we laid everything out. And I think the end result so far, people even I mean, Chris, what what do you think about two AM, bro? You feeling it? It's two A.M. Three days
3: later?
0: Yeah, I had to think for a second which but yeah, I did like that. I like that. But
1: you know, we sat down, we we took our time with it, and I think the feedback so far has been great. Mm -hmm. You know, again, words have power, man. So if you're listening out there, let this sink in, let this marinate. You know what I'm saying?
0: I realized while you guys were talking that the in, initially I was thinking about this from the perspective of how people behave when they have power and how they abuse that to the detriment of other people. Right? But I think what um, has become what kind of closed the loop for me is when you were describing the in in the in this in your last segment here about basically what is personal power yeah i think that um it makes a lot of sense because i think if you if you practice those things yeah and you have if you understand your own power and use that to really know yourself yeah I think that is the key to having the kind of character that can deal with power in the positive way and then you won't be that person, right? Um, who, who abuses power when they when they have it. So basically knowing the power you have within yourself, yeah, over yourself and being confident enough about it, it makes it I makes total we sense. Him. We converted them. If, <laughs> if you have the right if you're if you're you know, if you're if you can Manage to do it, which it's not an easy thing to do, but if you can do it and you have the the right kind of character traits and then uh then you wouldn't be someone like a Hitler for example Hitler was definitely right? bullied and there are plenty of examples of people like like you mentioned. I like to use Roman emperors because they're so well documented, and there were so many of them right, and you have plenty of examples of really terrible ones, yeah, like Caligula and Nero or whatever. But then there, you have examples of really amazing ones, like Marcus Aurelius. Yeah, who He was an emperor just like all the other ones. He had the ability to do what he wanted and tell people to do whatever he wanted. And he didn't abuse that at all. Yeah, he was one of, one of, if not the best emperor that Rome yes. ever had. So there's plenty of examples to show that it's not that power in and of itself is the problem, right? It's, it's, it's us. us.
1: And it's the, the, the importance of the power not landing in the wrong hands.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Because, you know, <laughs> it could be destructive.
0: You know, I was, I was uh, thinking of a current example of the... Do you know what's going on now with this Supreme Court? Amy Comey yes. Barrett?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. She's the president's nominee for Supreme Court justice to fill the place of... Uh, Ginsburg. The late Ginsburg. May she rest in peace. Um, May she rest in peace. So the thing about it is that this happened exactly the same time four years ago uh, where there was a vacancy um, at the end of Obama's term Mm. and everyone was Mm -hmm. questioning, you know, it's not right for Obama to fill that that place. You know, he's exiting, you know, we already had the election. Um, It should be the, 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 the president that comes in. And so that's the same thing that's happening now is, you know, he's essentially, what everyone was fighting for when Obama was in office is now okay with society now that Trump is in office mm-hmm. and you know and Trump is pushing for her to fill this seat and You know, we don't know what's gonna happen election day We have no idea mm-hmm. and if there is a new president coming in, you know, it would be It would behoove us to wait and let that person take hold of that because that is essentially that Administration that they're gonna have to work with them to make things work mm-hmm. so there's been a lot of views coming out about her, uh, the nominee in particular, where, you know, her views on certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, they're already looking at two two justice members are already looking at reversing uh, LGBT rights for marriage. Um, I heard about that? And you know, considering that, if you were to think about it, one of them, if if we were in a certain particular time of our country, their marriage currently would be illegal. Mm-hmm. Because it's an interracial marriage. Yeah. There was a point in time where interracial marriage was not was frowned upon. It yeah. was not happening. You would get arrested. Still is. Um. And <laughs> now one of those same justices is now looking at gay marriage and going, "Well, you know what? Yeah, no, you guys shouldn't be allowed to to share union." Isn't that isn't that the cat calling the kettle black? Yeah. And it's just kind of like, okay, wait a minute now. Like if we were, I know, given granted, we're in a different time and state, but the, the the circumstances are still the same. You're, it's a it's a viewpoint. It's not a it's not a space and time. It is an actual viewpoint. It is a, a, a ideal that we are arguing, not time. So, for me, when that came out, I was like, okay, great, whatever. But then now we're trying to add her in, and you know she's been referenced to being one of the the nuns from the TV show. Oh my god, what's the name of this TV show? Ideals mio. Mm-hmm. Why? But they wear red and the the, the cape on it. Oh, on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I cannot remember, it, but they referenced yeah. her as <laughs> it's pretty much who was filling that seat. The maidens, maidens, uh, uh, yeah, handmaidens, the handmaidens, handmaidens, Tale or something uh, like that. There you go, the trifecta. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so that's what they're referencing her as, and you know Ruth, Ruth Ginsburg was a, she was liberal in a sense, but she was still very fair, you know we can't fill that with a conservative mindset to where we're gonna be reversing. Like, I feel like you're plucking in from the center of the country and trying to placing them mm-hmm. in the metropolitan areas and see if it works. Yeah. Where the ideals and the things that happen in the center of the country are not the same as they happen on the coast. If you look at the way people vote, if you look, the center of the country is particularly red. Mm-hmm. The outskirts, the outlining coasts are all blue. Mm-hmm. The major metropolitan areas it's the ideals that are a little bit more forward when it comes to living in bigger cities because of the challenges and the everyday th- mm-hmm. things that we have to go through. Uh, we are, we, we're, our thinking is a little bit differently. It's the same thing with the whole power hierarchy thing is that when you, what you're experiencing are and what you come in contact with directly reflects how you navigate, how you possess power and how you get people to do the things you want them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, In this case with the judge, her power right now is trying to make sure that she can get the seat that she wants by manipulating, not manipulating, but proving her point to a committee. She has to be careful with like how she says things because it's essentially the entire public that's viewing her. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's been weird to see that because I personally don't agree with her viewpoint. Personally, I'm going to say that for me, but that's not, you know, I'm not everybody. And... I don't know. It just kind of like bothers me that we're not also taking the same precautions that we did four years ago and and doing that now where I think it's time for us to wait and focus on other things than trying to not get someone to fill that seat. Because right now we're not putting any cases forward that they need to be taking care of. We're focusing on an election. Let's focus on that Mm -hmm. and understand how to, as we get closer to this crazy day, you know, like how we move forward as a society because I feel like we have lost touch. Well
0: said. Well said. It's, It's such a clear depiction of the abuse of power at its worst. Because, as Devo said, not only was it the same situation four years ago, four years ago, this whole thing happened with about seven months left until the elections, when the Republicans were saying, you can't decide who will be the next justice. It's, it's not, you know, it's, it's not what we should be doing. The next president should decide and everything. And now Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies like seven weeks before the election. And this same party in front of the entire uh, American public has just said, we are going to be the biggest hypocrites ever and go ahead and name this judge, you know, this, this justice without any i mean they can't even they can't justify there is no justification for it the only difference is that now they are in power right and they want to use it and they want to abuse it in my opinion because they want to take an already conservative court and make it even more conservative so that you have then this super imbalance between conservative and more liberal viewpoints and to hell with whatever they said 4 years ago they're just they're just going to do it and no one can stop them so i mean i just i brought it up because it was such a a clear cut example of what happens when you give the wrong people the power to do stuff
2: like it's
1: addictive <laughs> yeah it's it's a it's a drug it's what you know it's it really is a drug it's totally addictive and it can change somebody don't get it twisted you can be a humble motherfucker And that shit can change you, Mm -hmm. you know? You don't always kumbaya your way through it. It's not always the, you know, the storybook ending. It's a dangerous thing, man. It's a dangerous thing. All right, Cynic, let's hit these boys. Well, before we get into the quote, we got a new segment, Devo, and it's, what did we learn today?
3: Ooh. So
1: I'm going to start. You know what, Cynic, we've been talking a lot. Do you want to start? Sure. And then I go, then Devo. All right, let's go. You hit them all, Cynic.
0: I think what we learned, at least what I can say, I learned is that power can be indeed exercised for good if you are, if you are skilled enough to use sort of your own power to know yourself, if I can word it that way. So when I came into this, I was thinking, and when you'll hear in my quote, by the way, which is a very negative quote, um, I was thinking that it's it's just. I I can't see any positive use of it because even on the so-called positive side, it's kind of like you mentioned earlier in the show, um, like a manipulation. But what I learned uh, is that it's more like it can be. um, If you start with yourself, I think it can be used uh, in a positive way um, than externally. That's what I learned. I, I, I said earlier
1: in the episode that money is power. And I think as we work through it, I knew all along that the true power is the power that we possess, because I think if, if we understand that we can either contribute and we can illuminate and we can inspire or we can drain and diminish and beat down. Right. But when we understand that there's, there's two, two routes to take, I think it's important for us when we talk about just being better people for us to take a route where it's more cohesive where it's not combative you know i'm not saying that we have to you know be whistling down the block and skipping and hey wearing bright yellow shirts you know but i think that if more of us choose to inspire and light and 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 breathe life into things around us even if it's you breathing life into your family at home right or you you breathe life into yourself right but just as long as we're we're focused on that we can be put in a situation that now we have what certain people may consider as power because it's all in the eye of the beholder as well whether you be a manager at your job or the commander in chief of the United States now we were put in that position there's going to be more of a balanced approach and mm-hmm. when we talk about leadership that's what we need we need somebody who's gonna understand that you can't be too empathetic you know you you still have you're you're still the guy right there's one chief i don't want anybody to think that you have to be a marshmallow no but it's having the balance knowing when to put your armor on somebody and knowing when to give them a, a pat on the butt and say hey pick it up it's understanding that balance you know the true power man is a power that we possess man it's not money. That's
0: man. sexual battery. <laughs> <laughs> in sports, we do it all the time, man. Come on. You
1: remember
2: when you used to play God. once upon a time? So what I learned today is that people up in Boynton Beach be fucking shots. Bup, 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 <laughs> on cars over marijuana and fake counterfeit money. Hey, pups ups man. Pub subs. <laughs> Keep it clean. Keep it clean. <laughs> so for me, it was perspective and you know power is you know it's what you make of it it's subjective it's, it's it's your viewpoint it's where you're viewing it from it's what you're using for like I learned how mm-hmm. to understand the many different sides of power like and how it affects people and how we don't necessarily see it the way that we should and we should man. and and we don't handle it with enough care right and mm-hmm. you know, I kind of see that and I I definitely learned more about like understanding my power, you know, how important it is and how I I try not to misuse it as much as possible. Not saying I've ever done it, but we are are prone to make mistakes. So that is also something that projects how I'm using my power and that personal conversation, which is the most important one. Yes. um, Yes. Affects how that power is used. So it's not misused or, you know, everyone gets the best experience. That's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing nice one this
1: is going to be this is going to turn into a help cast not a <laughs> podcast we're going <laughs> to nourish your souls motherfuckers
3: <laughs>
1: cynic hit us with the quote man because I know that your wife is going to kill us if you don't go eat dinner soon. all
0: right so the uh, quote for the day is by Edward Abbey who's an American author and it goes like this power is always dangerous power attracts the worst and corrupts the best
1: said it we said it just because you've had maybe a more spiritual journey right you can have all the fucking tools going into it bro at the end of the day you still have something called choice right Mm-hmm. Here's where maybe the optimistic side of me. And I think we bring a yin and yang to this show, Cynic, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the more like, hey, like we can do it. And Cynic <laughs> is like, no, you're not. But... <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> I think if you really do the work, though, and you're not just doing things because people are telling you to do it, but you're really working on yourself, right? And you're really doing things from a meaningful place that when you get to that position that choice is already made I think the only time it becomes like a yes or no temptation thing is when you really haven't done the work
2: hmm Okay.
0: good okay, okay. okay. alright I see you. can live with that <laughs> good stuff
1: man good quote Devo thank you thank you thank you man nice you. to hear
0: you again sir it's awesome likewise right? that
1: warm mahogany voice likewise I throw that out everywhere
0: Ooh. I had to say it the other day and he almost punched me I can <laughs> well I got to get
1: deeper when you say that
0: you nah, nah, nah. <laughs> laying it on so uh, when, when you uh, when you go to your uh, psychology classes next week just uh, point them to the podcast let them know what we talked about that
2: I <laughs> uh, am yeah, I'm gonna drop it drop them like yes what because you know they have to do introductions in class so oh tell us a fun fact. well.
0: <laughs>
2: Funny, you should ask. Funny, you should ask. I had this cool little podcast. I was to. It's a little fun, little fact for you there. Just slide that in. Slide that in, man. Don't no stone that
3: baby. All right,
1: people. Thanks for joining us. Cynic, thank you, man. Yeah, I think thank you, guys. I think this morphed into something. I mean, I wanted it to go into that second step, and me and you spoke about it briefly, but I like where it ended up and um it gave us two different aspects of it when it's all said and done but understanding that they're still intertwined exactly because if 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 you're understanding that you're tapping into that part within then it filters down man hope you guys enjoyed it thank you guys for hanging tight
0: yeah guys we'll catch you again next week same time same place same channel
1: take care of yourselves and each other Devo. A round of applause. Cue the round of applause. Thanks for coming back, my friend. Remember, your plaque is in the mail. Give it five to seven business days. All right, guys. We'll catch you on the flip side. Choose Peace. Because the freaks come out at night.